0: up on the Picks and Pans podcast, we've got another panel of esteemed guests, some new and some old, to talk about Stephen Brill's 2000 comedy, Little Nicky, starring Adam Sandler, which in November celebrated its 20-year anniversary and saw a resurgence on Netflix cracking their top 10. We're going to do a full deep dive, answer some burning questions, divulge our initial thoughts, talk about some catchy quotes, and see how the film aged for us on a rewatch. You don't want to miss it. Pet in the flask. Little Nicky, coming up. Adam Sandler, is little Nicky. Who's that
1: man, Mommy? I don't know. He's showing
0: his butt ugly. It's his first day away from home. You're in the human world now, kid. In fact, it's his first day on Earth. Thanks, Mom.
1: (laughs) Unafraid. Release the good. Very unafraid. We are all
0: gonna die. Little Nicky. Yes. I mean, woof, woof. Ready, PG-13. Starts Friday. Hello all and a happy new year. I hope everyone's holiday season was safe and healthy. This is the Picks and Pants podcast and I am your host Nate Adams, editor-in-chief of TheOnlyCritic.com. Coming at you the first podcast of 2021. I'm so glad 2020 is behind us. This is a movie conversation show about 2000's Little Nikki. And reminder, if you like what we've been doing, panel discussions, revisiting older movies, please hit the subscribe button to stay updated whenever we drop new episodes, and this week's podcast is shaping up to be one for the books, and I've got quite the crew to dissect it with, hailing all the way from Oak Park, new to the pod, friend of the pod, we're happy to have them, ladies and gentlemen, give it up, Hank Gossett, howdy howdy, woo woo, hailing another new friend of the pod, from Ypsilanti, Michigan, also aka Morador, it is Patrick Wallace,
2: Mr. Adams, I only have one question, why are there boobs on my head?
0: uh and and you guys all know him some of you love him some of you hate him healing all the way from mount clemens it's matthew potter
3: that's right i'm back bitch
0: <laughs> and finally you
3: cannot get rid of me
0: and finally ladies and gentlemen Who's ever listening? I say, ladies and gentlemen, like there's some like applause, like we're in a live TV audience. But give it up, hailing from Seattle, Washington, where he is actually three hours behind us right now. I'm jealous of him. Give it up, Aaron Fredway.
1: Hey, Nate, what's up? I'm excited to be here and get into these devilish delights.
0: So we watched Little Nikki this week for the podcast, and um, let's just let's just get some quick tidbits here, real quick. So, if you watched. This movie back in two thousand i don 't know uh, how, where was everybody at when they remember first seeing this movie I think i was I was young and I think it was on cable, like it was on stars or something, and I think my parents had it on, and I just kind of wandered in and Ooh. watched with it but i'm i am a am an adam Sandler fan, and for me i mean who who isn 't right right they're this kind of it wasn't made from the same studio that made Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison or Fifty First Dates, you know, it's a different studio and it's a different director. He always worked with Dennis Dugan. This is Steven Brill, who I don't know if later years he would go on to direct Drillbit uh, Drill Bit Taylor. And then he recently directed Hubie Halloween on Netflix, which listen, I was a Hubie Halloween fan. Maybe that's too much information, but I liked Hubie Halloween because I think 2020 just sucked and I needed something good in my life. But um the movie opened to $40 million, or No, no, no. It made $40 million, which it actually opened to $16 million on its opening weekend. It made $58 million worldwide Worldwide on a budget of $85 million. This is probably a, one of five flops in Adam Sandler's career, career. You can't count Jack and Jill, even though Jack and Jill is garbage, <laughs> because that actually made money. Jack and Jill made money. Uh, really, Little Mickey did? did not. And no way! Oh no way! So, I what are your guys' thoughts on that? Please.
2: I um, mean, I think I'm, this I, just... that just uh, if you from the gate, I'm already floored by like the the information you have.
3: Yeah, it oh was already goodness.
2: better than Jack and Jill. This movie
3: was. I mean, I think it's hot trash, but I do think that it's better than Jack and Jill.
0: Hank, yeah. where are you at on the Little Nikki uh, fandom? You know, where what was uh, this influence on you growing up in your adolescence?
4: I had like a bunch of older cousins, so there was like definitely times where they were, like, "Hey, you're eight. Let's sit down and watch Little Mickey. Let's watch. Let's watch not yep. another movie. Let's yep. watch Grandma's Boy." It does.
3: It's ingrained a little, but I agree with you, Hank. I was like, it feels like something that your older sibling showed you or forced on you. And in that way, it was good because they liked it. And now you go back and you watch it, and you're like, "Oh no!" I don't know
2: what you guys are talking about. This was this was family movie night.
0: Little Nikki, Little Nikki was the film, and like many films, that your my mom she was like, "Oh, it's stupid funny." That was the the they it's like so things dumb. and like why is it that and then also my family i'd come home and they'd have grown-ups too not the first grown-ups grown-ups too on the TV. <laughs> so this is the kind of household i was coming from so that's what i'm saying is like the why was this i i'm actually curious because i'm looking at the at the roster this movie has a much better cast than it deserves to have and it elevates sandler in a way that his other films don't because it's just sandler being sandler I'm actually surprised that this movie wasn't more success because, like, thinking of, like, the plot, I actually think it's actually kind of creative. Like, there is some creative juices here about...
3: The concept's there. The concept
0: is there, but there's clearly... It, it didn't hit with audiences, right? Well, I, it, well it was no. pre-9-11, so I don't know. You know get a cut-
3: <laughs> oh, my God. When will this die? Is that, <laughs> will this wait. framing device die? Oh, it's a so running. This, this is how we game, frame everything, Patrick November and Hank. We, we, we frame it? everything in the context of before or after 9-11. There was no you know, oh. way to frame anything else in life. Gotcha. So before
0: 9-11, Adam Sandler.
3: <laughs> those towers were still standing, Okay. Remember guys Robert at Jackson. this point honestly
2: i think well here's the thing here's here's my two it's cents just, he on, didn't he on didn't miss at that point.
0: he was a big name, like how did this not deviate I mean, his career
2: it it had it had the same it it had the Sandler cast, right little Nikki had all mm-hmm. the same the sandler spaces, cinematic universe the, yeah the, of the Sandler cinematic universe <laughs> with, the with the exception the time of a few together, people together yeah with the exception of a few new people but you know he they're still in that ring of comedy in the early 2000s and late nine, uh, 90s but i think the thing that made this movie bad like who made it a flop is Hate. just uh, yeah who made it a <laughs> smash summer hit was the just the writing itself mm-hmm. and i think a part of that was like i adam sandler was part of the writing but he didn't make the movie himself you know mm-hmm. he was yeah, a, lot he wrote su- a lot of the script a lot of Sandler, adam sandler movies were made by him and those ones are you know pretty good you know like mm-hmm. uh like uh billy madison uh happy gilmore H- happy gilmore yep. billy madison all of it billy what is, madison wedding,
0: wedding singers gilmore. i mean if we can do a definitive ranking of sandler i mean the wedding singer good 50 uh, states. but is good. that's the thing
2: yeah uh, one of the
0: one I of the, like first the first notes grown-ups. I have.
2: I first one of the first notes I have is exposition vomit. Yep. Oh, and let's get into it. Initial thoughts. Yeah.
0: Patrick's going.
2: Initial thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Like ex- exposition vomit. Like the beginning of the movie was just like, pan- like pandering to the audience about like, as you know, <laughs> the dad of the devil is gonna be going off the throne soon, and Can one I? of the brothers has to <laughs> do it, and you know, and then it's Adam Sandler and uh, uh, Frank. That's his name, Mm -hmm. the the demon. No, uh, no, the devil, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. that's his name. Jimmy, Jimmy, of course, it was more white than than Frank. Jimmy, there's Cassius,
0: Um, Adrian, and Nikki. Jimmy is the the demon, right? The the side, yeah, the the side guy, the right hand man, the side guy. But I mean, it's just
2: uh, that scene itself. It looked for me. It reminded me of like a bad middle school play mm-hmm. like the, the first scene oh, of a middle school play where it's just two oh, yeah put me <laughs> on a stake. Um
0: one thing I didn't have a problem with is the soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Um
4: oh I wrote that as yeah. a note. Yeah, the soundtrack Van Hale, we got some Van Halen,
0: Ozzy, fucking zebrahead. Haven't heard zebrahead in seven years. Oh my gosh. I so, did
2: eye roll when Highway to Hell came on.
0: Yeah. It was it was it was bound to happen just threadway,
2: where are you on you the have line? to be so on t- on point Wait, what'd you say nate i said where are you
0: on the little, Nikki train? the little nicky train
1: little nicky train is a little bit hard for me i think it's incredibly funny and there are a lot of jokes in it but the narrative of this story is just all over the place and like halfway through it's like like the first half i'm like okay this is funny it's rolling like i'm kind of getting what's going on it's like campy i'm like okay it's an adam sandler movie whatever i'm gonna be forgiving but then like halfway through the movie i'm like okay I have no idea what's going on anymore. And, like, the storyline just gets a little too absurd to connect together in a cohesive way. Um, Hank,
4: you,
0: you, what were your notes? You said you had the soundtrack going, and then what else were you saying?
4: Yeah. So so the thing is, is, like, we, I, I got my roommate Oliver to sit down and watch it with me.
0: Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, what do they think?
4: So, yeah, so <laughs> – I, I mean, we both like kind of forced some chuckles and then we, you know, did our eye rolls at certain sides. Cause
0: and, you were, you were and pumped and Hank we were when t- I asked you to talk about little Nikki.
4: Yeah. Because I remember loving this movie <laughs> uh, and I love to revisit stuff. And uh, so then we were like so deep in the hole. We like watched me and we were like, what can make this better? Let's watch something else. And like, we watched a uh, big daddy after. Yes. Which actually came out the year before little
0: yes Nicky. yes oh it did my
4: god big daddy and, and so then i i thought about it and i was like you can't recover from that like like little Nikki was to me a lot worse than big 100%. daddy oh, oh I yeah think big daddy's oh, absolutely a good movie. good it's one of these better I, ones yeah, yeah yeah so like watching little Nikki was just kind of uh I, I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna forgive it and let it live in nostalgia in my head, you don't
2: have but... to. You don't have to sugarcoat
3: it, Hank. <laughs> yeah. It was a letdown. Yo, 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 it no. was a letdown. I was gonna ask, does, and did anyone else because we, we had similar experiences? It seems with having older siblings or uh, family members, you know, expose you to it at a young age. I remember seeing this movie way too young, and I also remember thinking <laughs> that I was terrified of hell. Like from the minute it I think opened, I learned how children were made
0: watching this film. I was like, I was what? scared of this movie
3: at first. I was like, but yeah, it wasn't the funny.
4: the horny bird. <laughs>
3: Yeah, or like I deserve <laughs> I deserve this like so all this funny. like
4: yeah, when he's yelling, I deserve this. That was so weird.
3: It was oh. terrifying because like they're trying to mix and meld so many uh absurd jokes in this in like oh. this general campy <laughs> I,
1: I get what you're yeah, saying. Work. But I I feel like that's Adam Sandler ask. You know what I yeah, mean? He's like I agree. trying to fit as many yeah. sketches and as many gags into this movie as humanly possible. Adam Sandler is the ends.
3: brand. Here's the difference. Adam Sandler and cameos. Works in this
1: movie. I think he's the
3: one who achieves camp. He's the one who actually gets to a point of after, like, two minutes of The Voice, at first you're like, Jesus, is he going to talk like this the whole movie? And then you're like, he's going to talk like this the whole I'm gonna movie. I'm not going to lie. I had
2: the same thought. I was yep. like, "Like, I heard, get in the flask! Like, <laughs> five times, halfway through the movie, and, like, I
0: was then like... I meant to keep a running tally of how many I'll... times he says, get in the flask, and I did. It. Oh, I should have thought about that. Okay. Adrian,
2: so, so, you gotta get in the yeah,
4: flask! Yeah, in the end, when they're like, Oh, when little Nicky was accidentally hit with a shovel and his face was fixed. Yeah, and I was like, "No, he leave it."
3: Yeah, you no, know, you spent the whole movie, and I think that was like that had to be something Sandler was like they were hoping at some point is this ever going to change? And he was like, "No, not until the very end when it doesn't matter." I wanted
4: no resolve. There didn't need to be resolve for that.
3: It's no, that whole and. You bring up a great point, Hank, which is that that whole end sequence of where are they now oh my is God. so stupid. Like it <laughs> it's doesn't.
0: It's so dumb. I like the nod to Chris Farley though. That was nice. The Chris that Farley was one. Was Chris cute. Farley, of course. Yes, that <laughs> was
1: great
2: yes. because yes. It's, you know and trailer. Sam also see, by the way always
0: brings up Chris Farley too because in as SNL. But that's the he thing.
2: Like yeah, if they uh, if they had just like taken out the where the, where are they now scene and just put a mention to Chris Farley during the heaven scene. They still could have put the mention to Chris Farley speak, and it still would have been good. Speak of the heaven
3: scene, I forgot. I knew there was some actress in this movie who I was thrilled Uh-oh. to see. Uh-oh. And Re- when Reese I, said, Witherspoon. I, I literally said Reese Witherspoon saved this movie as oh, soon okay. as I saw it.
0: And then you see, got he, Carl Weathers showing up as perfect. Chubbs, which was nice. Yeah. Um, Thus confirming
2: that this is the same exact universe yes. as Billy uh, Madison. Sandler, this Happy is Sandler. I mean, Happy Gilmore, this this is the other, other this, one.
3: Guys, this is the Sandler Cinematic Universe, of course. I know,
2: but that's the thing. Does that mean, like does that mean like his spaghetti yes. western is in the yes. same universe and that <clears throat> all of the 50, oh, ridiculous is six. in the first universe yep. and, and Billy Madison is in the same in universe there's like 12 streaming. different Adam Sandlers running around this in this world I'm actually Patrick, surprised in to the age of streaming like a in Indiana multiverse Indiana of Sandler
0: some other initial thoughts I had I forgot John Lovitz existed was the first thing I <laughs> <laughs> the which first one which one is scene. John Lovitz the yeah the first
1: scene the very first
4: scene yeah the
1: Hello? Hello, Scotty. Say, why don't you be a good little boy and go downstairs, let your mother get comfy, all
0: right?
2: Who
0: is this? This is a big bird who wants to see the rest of Mommy. <gasps> oh, oh. Oh, my God, Scotty. Is that
2: a man
4: up our
1: tree? No, no, tell her it's a bird. It's just a big bird. I... <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's very problematic that whole first scene. Like also, why the best that he could come up with in that moment is telling your mom it's a bird? Like what sane Well, I have a question. Be like, I have a question oh, yeah, about this. That's a bird. <laughs> What's your Nate, question? I have a
3: question about this for everyone because it's like, is it here's here's my big question with a lot of the jokes in this. There are some blatant mi- misogynistic jokes. There are some blatant transphobic jokes. There are some things that are just dated and awful. Then there are questions where you go, are they trying to say something with the concept of like, well, he's going to hell. So like, it's okay because he's a bad guy. Good and point. Saying he's That's actually guy. a fair
0: point. I didn't like, even think about that.
3: Like, is it, it, I know that there's people laughing at him going, he, he, ho, and woman's getting naked and I'm a perv, but like, him go- going to hell to me is retribution, and he's also getting raped by a bird every
2: ten minutes. Like what? I didn't even think about that context. About- See, this
0: is the kind of stuff wholesome family content I want brought to the King podcast. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> speaking of wholesome family content and getting what you deserve, uh, Hitler in a maid outfit getting a pineapple shoved up his ass yes. every day. Can we talk about?
4: That.
2: Can we talk about you know, poorly aged jokes? Mm-hmm. For a yeah, second. there's a
0: there's a Dan Marino joke. Dan Marino is asking about the like football or something once in the Super Bowl. Is that who it yeah, is? Yeah, Dan Marino.
2: I literally have a note. So Hold on, stupid. let me find it so I can read it verbatim for you. Outdated football player. Who the fuck is that? That's yep. Dan so Marino. Think,
4: and then he's like, I, I happen to be the a jet only spin. person who actually played collegiate sports. It's funny because I don't, I, have, I don't do the sports Hank thing. coming
3: in here being a jock. Coming there's in also,
4: this,
0: no, there's also a, a Felicity joke. Felicity here, was right, a very, very right. popular – when they're in heaven and she opens up you, the Hank. thing, it's like, oh, that's Felicity. Oh, yes. it, that's, that's a very dated joke too. That, um, mm-hmm. One thing though that I think has aged very well as far as jokes go is the Popeye's chicken joke because Popeye's chicken I think still rules.
1: In, in your mouth. Move your
0: teeth up and down. Up and down. Good, numb nuts. Now you gotta swallow it. Tilt your head back and let the meat slide down your throat hole. <sighs> Easy. Don't choke.
2: Popeye's chicken is
3: fucking awesome.
1: Got yeah, it was so hype shit. like a year or two ago when they did the new chicken sandwiches i remember twitter went, oh it's still good batch
3: i
0: think this is the first time i heard about popeyes as a kid i, I want to hear was.
3: as somebody as a fellow detroit area person and there's so many popeyes everywhere for us what is your what are your feelings on popeyes it's the shizness
4: <laughs> i really love popeyes but the problem is because especially i do live like literally next to detroit Mm-hmm. All of the Popeyes by me, I think about it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pull over some Popeyes. And then the line of the drive-thru literally mm-hmm. goes into the street, and I'm like, mm, there's a KFC right next to me. I'm just like, <laughs> no, no, Yeah, I hate
3: KFC, but I no, will. No, I, the last went to
4: Popeyes. The line was like 45 minutes long, and I waited. It's I absurd. waited, and I was just like, I can't. I cannot do this.
0: I also had down here, I said, this movie is a reminder <laughs> of how many beloved icons have died. Listen, listen to this. Ronnie Dangerfield, Tom Lister Jr., who plays Cassius, just died this year. Regis Philman just died this year. John Witherspoon, who steals the flask and he, like, starts licking his tongue and he's like, that guy. (laughs) And he just died last year. Louis Arquette, who played the Deacon, died in 2001. How have we not talked about Quentin Tarantino in this? I have that on here. Um, That's That's a burning question because I really am curious – what the blind guy what sold him he was the deacon yeah what sold whole, him brilliant. on this like who pitched to him like quentin we gotta get you in this movie and he's not just like a i mean it's harvey runner, it, it, but he shows up all the like he's continuously showing up it's a running gag wait, wait, i feel like it was adam stanley at that
4: time to be in that stanley. movie
2: wait which character
0: is this again
4: we're blind, all gonna like, die
2: deacon guy oh that's,
4: that's quentin tarantino fucking
2: tarantino
3: <laughs> Patrick's oh. face.
0: You didn't know yes, that.
3: Patrick's realization is nope. everyone when they find that out. And because, this, and like,
0: the, the, remember, this is post pre nine eleven. This is two thousand.
3: <laughs> and
0: Quentin Tarantino already directed Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Jackie. Like, he is an established filmmaker. He doesn't have to do this debut, but he did it. That's wait, what that I'm. Was curious about.
4: That was my question.
3: That was my question. Wait, Hank. What was your question?
4: I I wanted to know with like, was he established by then or not? Because like, oh yeah, he could have just. You know, yeah. whether it was a favor or for fun, or he was like... He yeah, obviously
0: wanna... did it for fun, right? It has to be. Well, he had yeah. worked yeah.
3: with Nate. He had, by this... I don't know the timeline either, as well as you do, probably. He had worked with Quentin Tarantino. He had worked with Harvey Keitel by now. Oh, yeah, the, a bunch um, of times. Yeah,
0: Reservoir yeah, Dogs. With, yeah, in
3: other movies. So it was probably both. I keep... I always forget, yeah, Reservoir but Dogs. But is there,
0: like, a meeting uh, happening between the writers in the writing room? Like, who's going to play the deacon? I'm sure there's, like of laundry list but for me it's like i don't think of quentin tarantino maybe was he sick- i got we should look this up actually how he got roped into doing it a <laughs> next initial thought i have lol mind wrestling <laughs> the yes
2: oh my <laughs> god when did devils get twilight vampire powers it I was mean, like fucked. It, it was just another just like a lot of other things in this movie that served a purpose but then had no use And other parts of the movie where you could just like, oh, mind control this person. Or when they're speaking, they're speaking to each other. Imagine shooting that. They're just like this.
0: Yeah, that's, I have that as as a a burning question or like a plow. It's like, what is, yeah, what are they doing? They're just like looking intently. Imagine
3: Uh, shooting this, like, okay, the director's shouting out, you're saying this in your brain right now. Remember the voiceover you did? Remember that? No, 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 now a little bit more like this. Your face like that. Your face looks wrong.
2: I have. I don't know why I say this without saying it.
3: You <laughs> looks constipated every time.
0: Every time we talk. twelve hundred dollar rent for two people in New York City is that cheap? I was going to say that. That's That's so that is the. That is the most outlandish thing
2: in this it entire is too cheap. movie. It is. It it's not that the devil has three sons. It's not that you, you know the they don't know what Popeye's chicken is or that there's a dog that talks that's also a demon <laughs> that shoots oh, a man, barbed arrow crazy. out of its dick. Fifi. It's the fact that... A two-bedroom apartment a in nice, New York nice City Well, tw- a nice one that has a living area and two different rooms is $1,200 a month.
0: Remember, this is pre not Oh, shit. I have on here, we stand for Adrian's red-feathered jacket when he's, like, watching children stumble out of the bar. He's like, this is oh, why I'm in this business. This. Oh, I have, talk I actually
4: it, have a note. Talk about it. Okay, first off, I did find that scene hilarious when the newscaster is like, they lowered the legal drinking age to 10.
0: Burning question. Who lets the mayor do that (laughs) anyway? That's the thing, though. There's so many weird plot
2: holes where, you know, we can talk about them in plot holes more extensively, but, like, they give so much power to people that don't have the executive power for these things, like the mayor and the referee of a basketball game. Like we didn't have to know what politics hey, were. Back you can't then. just
4: be the ref and say halftime, and yeah. then it goes to halftime. I, I, Wait, but before we get to that though, I did want to yeah. talk about the scene of the kids. Because yeah, that's, that's where Adrian is eating a piece of pizza and it's peppermint schnapps.
0: Right. Peppermint schnapps.
4: Okay, all I have to say as the professional drinker, yep. like. I love pizza. I love schnapps. I would never, ever <laughs> have pizza with peppermint schnapps, ever. <laughs> and that stood out to me. I wrote that down. I, I was, like, so mind blown. I was like, that's how you know that this dude has never been to Earth.
0: Reese Ifins is, is so much better than this film. And it's just he, in. And he commits do to it. I
2: have to say, though. They did him a disservice trying to make him look like David Bowie. Yes, from Labyrinth, definitely. Yes. That's all I'm gonna say. I didn't even think like about that, yeah. Do you do you see it now? Yes, <laughs> I do. Do you I see, do it, see now? it now? How every single scene he's just like walking around with a hand up like David Bowie.
0: How about this, uh, guys? We, me, Aaron, and Matthew, we did the the Grinch uh podcast earlier this year last year and um we had a first crossover from that movie into this movie do you guys know who it was actor wise <laughs> did you know who it was a
2: crossover from like an the, actor Jim as Harry in like
0: there yeah there's like somebody from that movie that showed up in this movie in like another smaller role oh oh <laughs> um, it's it's i probably don't know it it's uh Clint Howard who plays Nipples
4: <laughs> oh, oh.
0: My the word. guy what when he's was. going up, he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry,
4: nipples." And he like, up? that's oh. Clint Howard, that oh. Ron, oh. H-
0: Ron Howard's brother, who was in uh, The Grinch as the mayor's like secondhand man. Oh, is it's that Holy shit! He has and a lot then, more like, hair. Like he this shows movie. up, and if there's a scene at the end where like um, Adrian is standing on, he's like,
2: "Soon oh. you will see things more horrible than you could even imagine." Ooh. Well, maybe not that's horrible, but still pretty
0: bad. Well, maybe not that, but that's still pretty bad. It's just like Clint Howard. Like- oh, yeah, you see, awful. He
2: says, you're all going to die and you're all going to hell and you're going to see horrible things. And then, and he, then looks, he's, and he sees him uh, and he goes, oh, God
0: damn
3: it. and then
2: he's like, well, maybe not that bad. And the and I was like, that was like the limit. That, that, that line was me so furiously writing in my notepad. Like I just isn't not okay.
3: I said aloud, Fuck. "Fuck!" Like as soon as that happened.
2: <laughs> At least they come Although I do like the I do like the little theme song that it has whenever he comes up. It's <laughs> like <laughs> <that> <laughs> down, I, down, I down, like
3: down. that Nikki. <laughs> no, but you know what I like, and this might be reading to and do a, a dumb character, but I like that Nikki is. So accepting and kind of anyone. That's true. Nikki, me. I do have to but, I
2: mean, that, that's the thing. That's his, that, that's his attribute in the exposition vomit of the beginning. It's he has a heart of gold. Yeah. You know? Even in the like, casual, sorry, I just banged the casual
4: transphobia of like the character who like rubs their nipples, you know? Yeah.
2: Uh huh.
4: And everything. And he's just like, oh, carry on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How about that uh, Kevin Spacey joke, huh? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that <laughs> aged really trying, great oh, oh, Wow! When, I, I, when he's drawing him in the tub he's Kevin's drowning crazy little you take all my yeah. parts
3: I was like that aged beautifully although
2: I do have to say even if we're talking about poorly aged jokes actor equals gay countless. person yep oh, like yeah. that was my that's it. like that that's the pan. whole joke that's the whole joke Liberace. actor equals gay person let's see i've got this movie down. contributed to why probably Elton i was going up
0: and i want to perform and people kept saying oh are you gay like that it could have been it yeah. honestly could have been it's yeah. the part of the like,
2: culture enough people enough people saw this movie when it came out to vhs and not in theaters and like I like, like a lot of us it just became like VHS. a part of our it became a part VHS. Sorry, it became Listen, part of our, you know, our way of thinking, and you know, it, it you know, it probably could have influenced people that way subconsciously. Not, but not
3: to get preachy, but it really, I wrote down the exact things. It's by she do you mean he? Like when they say that to him, they they like ease Busted. him. Busted when he gets emotional. Busted easy Liberace for having feelings, and then they're yeah. just like, and they call him Elton John, and they say that nipples. That dude looks like a lady. It's like. Yeah, there's so many blatant, just gross well, things that I'm thankful. Clearly has some issues. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten somewhere a little bit, thankfully, but I mean, there's still. But you know what I mean? It's rough. It's like I was talking to Aaron about this. He asked me. He was like, "Is it? Is it? Do you think they were really being that intellectual with this movie? You would think I'm like, no. But at the same time, that's why it's a great example of what the time was. You don't need to be intellectual to see what people were thinking and saying. Hank, I want to know your
1: thoughts.
4: I think it's so difficult because like going watching that and then watching big daddy where, um, the two lawyers are boyfriends and, uh, like it's like, there's they're like, in this
0: now as the two, the two, um, two metalheads.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: John and
2: Pete.
4: Yeah. So actually okay. I just want you to know, I did write John and Peter as my favorites.
0: Oh so, no. Best part
2: of the movie.
4: Yeah, I do. I'm think already exposing
2: Peter, my pan. I agree. My, my pick. They're the they best part faves. of my faves.
4: Um, but, um, I just thought it was funny. Cause going from big daddy in 1999 to where like, it was like, well, they are gay and like this and that. And it was like, cool. Except for the one other lawyer who was like always uncomfortable with it, but everyone else was fine. Then going to little Nikki with like all of the like, you know, homophobic and transphobic yeah, stuff. It's I like,
0: do. The, I do like their their ending though, where they like they've never been happier and they're in hell. Like that was funny. I loved Oh
4: no, no, I did no, no, like, that pro- yeah. no. that's the thing. John and Peter like they were my favorites, and like they got what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, like, I loved. I I hadn't seen the movie since I was a kid, and the whole scene when they um, you think that they that they snitch and they turn mm-hmm. on and you're like. You're like those bastards, like I can't believe they do that. Yeah,
0: but then you realize, like,
4: it's a it good was, turn. I, I also, was so I
0: also I was like, had the same. Oh, I, oh, go ahead, Patrick.
2: I also had the same. I was just say I also had the same realization when I watched it yesterday. It was like, oh, shit they actually had some sort of plan and developed this, you know, tried to get him to drink the flask, and little Nikki was hiding inside Peter. Like, that's cool didn't realize that when i was young and shit because you know right
0: we should all do our best like joe dante who's the actor is like god oh, just drank that like that like, he does such a like yeah, he's man, so just drink yeah <laughs> when he's like when he's in the sewer <laughs> shoe- the, uh... when they're in the, the train station snaps yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> uh... Pop, <man>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right <laughs>
4: yes.
2: to it
0: Drink up! Here's the 50 million clowns. To the defilement of Earth and the corruption of its people. Okay, whatever. Just drink
4: it. Cheers. He's it's sweating, sweating his he's like,
0: off. He's like, whatever, man. Just drink it. Like He's like, no, whatever, he's, man. Just drink he's it. He's such like an impressionable <laughs> actor where you could just mimic him. He was also in Grandma's. oh yeah,
3: but we're still gonna get the money, all right. right.
4: That's the <laughs> thing. Like, I feel like those two guys are pretty like typecast, but like mm-hmm. I love them in everything they do. I have have no problem with typecast characters if they nail it every time. Of course. Yep. Is it Rob Schneider? Uh, You can do it. Oh, yeah. No, it's. The Sandverse,
3: oh, Adam Sandler
4: mythos, yeah. in the
3: in the Sandverse, the Sandler yeah, cinematic the San- universe. In-
2: enter the Sandverse. He's the- always there, man. And then an- would, angry would, farmer.
0: Would Henry Winkler then be the coach from Waterboy? Who is no, but they introduced him oh. as Henry Winkler though. So I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. that was
3: heartbreaking, by the way. That was heartbreaking. Because- Henry, Winkler's <laughs> well, you think Henry
0: Winkler. Henry the man in the world. He d- he, d- he committed to doing it, so he was okay with it. So I can't be of mad. Of course,
2: it's still sad. It's still sad. It's- why does Little Nicky have Tinker Bell? mechanics <laughs> he really does because he, he only flies when she believes yes yes, yes it's you peter pan moment
4: in the butterfly. well also though i'll say this i'll say this It's because although he didn't realize his true powers that part of it came from heaven too mm-hmm. that's true like, it was That's like true. he, From he Reese didn't understand his full potential yet. So for him to, like, believe, then he finally meets and realizes his mother is fucking Reese Witherspoon. Mama was
3: looking down with that legal prowess, and she said, look, it, here's the technicality. I'm going to give you some flying capabilities. <laughs>
2: okay. I do have to say, though, if we're talking about, like, Adam Sandler, oh, sorry, little Nikki developing his powers, there should have been a little bit more of, like, a montage scene mm-hmm. other than just trying oh, to turn God. a coke into moose piss. <laughs> Oh, Pepsi! When he turns it by the, I will oh, yeah. say that is diabolical. Dive- oh, oh, no, that is up. so funny. So, so before that point, Little Nikki was not able to do any shit, demon powers shit. besides talk telepathically to his to his brothers. All of a sudden, after turning a thing from Coke <laughs> to Pepsi, he can <laughs> then do all the things he did at the basketball scene. That was like a minute later. Yeah, like w- <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah like, he can even, do everything even just like holes. movies even ju- yeah talking about plot holes too quickly but like yeah
3: yeah no I agree I agree I also can I say I to your uh to just go against the Patricia Arquette of it all again I know she wasn't like available at this point, probably to do this. But I had the perfect idea of who would be good in that role. And tell me what you think of this. I think Kristen Wiig would have been the perfect like opposite, and I still would like to see her opposite Adam Sandler in yeah, that it was role. Kristen so Wiig,
0: in two thousand. I don't know what they were. Now we can say that. But no, back then you got to think of two thousand. Think of the time. Who? Would no, have I been? know.
3: I'm just saying. If, if at any that, time I would care.
0: If it's made now, if it's made now, you don't have the Kevin Spacey jokes or the Dan Marino jokes. That's the thing about – that's always the thing for me, the telltale sign of a good comedy is that jokes are timeless and that it doesn't matter what jokes are made. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't feel dated. See, that's when you like you go back and you watch another teen movie or you watch scary movie, those parodies. It's like they have a lot of dated references, and I think a good comedy transcends those, and it's like, oh, it's always funny. Like Anchorman, because Anchorman sets itself in its time zone. It's always funny because it's consistently yes. stay in that zone. Yes.
3: Can we have the Mr. Beefy conversation now about his snores being truly traumatizing for yeah, me? Yeah,
0: yeah, let's go for it. H- half pop on it. Um, I guess this can tie into terrible CGI a little bit because the mouth moving was... Oh started.
4: my <laughs> God, Nate! Oh, when he pisses on the... On the uh, no Everything.
0: Ha ha funny yes.
2: pee pee poo poo joke. Dogs peeing, ha, ha. Lowest like, common denominator. In
0: 2000, I'm sure this was revolutionary, but... Nowadays like there's a scene where the police chief's pulling Adrian out of his nose and like the spiders there's just such bad CGI and I was it watching Looks like a-
3: the CGI in the first Harry Potter the with the Yeah, the- no that was even better. It was better.
0: I was looking at a behind the so much better Tourette before we hopped on the pod. I watched it and I was literally listening to animators and visual effects supervisors talking about their process of making this. I'm like, oh, well, this has an age Well, because it does not, does not look good. See a movie like also Terminator Two, Judgment Day. Even though those do look a little bit dated, those effects though were were light years before. It's because they little use Mickey practical effects and were better. I was yeah, thinking of
4: Dana Carvey and mm-hmm. the basketball scene. Yep. And uh, for some ice. reason. The way he talks, like the way he makes his face look, (laughs) I couldn't stop thinking about
0: the 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 woman who gets possessed
4: (laughs) in the original Evil Dead.
3: Get that crap out of here. Oh, man.
0: Wow. (laughs) This is what we have Hank on. Brings a different perspective.
4: I don't know why. His face, though, like, if I, I'll just send you guys hey, a picture. can you letters. do your
0: best Dana Carvey in this movie, Impersonation?
2: Absolutely yeah, not. You just got to like. say that's a technical foul. Oh, You're out of here. oh, my God.
3: Hold on. Wait. That's a reference, by the way, or that's the beginnings of the character from Eight Crazy Nights, Whitey. Whitey. That's don't what wait, I was
2: going to say, too. That's a technical foul. That's it's a technical, technical foul. Get For sure. you.
3: One of the oh, stupidest sick. movies but one of the few about Hanukkah, you know,
1: for holiday movies True. I actually really enjoy it. Wasn't this like Danix Carvey's like film debut too? Oh no,
0: dude, Wayne Little did, Nicky? My, dog, my Wayne's World? Wayne's World? He's done no. a lot of stuff before this. I was just I was just thinking. <laughs>
1: Oh, I was Damn. wrong. I was wrong. Stop that. I could remember, I could
0: stop remember that. We're talking about little Nikki. There's oh, no. We should do right. a Master of involved. Disguise podcast. Am I not turtling? Oh fuck, no. <laughs> <service>? <laughs> oh fuck. Which, hey, listen. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Listen. This ties into everything. The Master of Disguise, side fact. They filmed that you know the scene? The, the Turtle Club? Everybody knows that scene, right? Uh, this is not a joke. I'm not making this up, Matthew Aaron. This that scene was filmed on 9/11, and they did a moment of silence on set. That
4: the day they film the turtle scene oh.
0: that is real life that is a fact uh, and the fact that it can roll this. into the podcast is that's even the fun.
3: culture of this i think we might like the podcast itself might self-destruct if well we ladies and gentlemen
2: that's the show <laughs> if we have
3: a conversation I'll about hope you see you all later let's talk
0: about beefy where are we at
3: on the beefy i like Beefy. we were talking about the snores this i loved beefy but the snores traumatized me
0: who's got a good Beefy I, impersonation? Uh, i'm sure patrick does i find
2: well <laughs> Say, Mr. Beefy, say it, say it, Mr. Beefy, and I love you. Me? Um, <laughs> Put him on the phone. Say, spot. Mr. Beefy, say it, say it. Oh, God. Mr. Beefy, <laughs> and I love you.
0: Um, <laughs> Mr.
2: Beefy is the. Mr. Beefy is the most useless uh, karate kid teacher I've ever seen. Oh, 100%. One hundred percent.
0: What does he really do? He shows up to, to for what? He
2: shows he shows up. He picks up little Nikki from the train station, and then teaches yes. him how to eat Popeye's chicken, which. <laughs> Tangent. Why does little nicky know nothing about food or drink? But you see Adrian drinking schnapps and eating pizza and enjoying
0: himself. Moving on. Well, he's been on Earth longer, I think. He's right, but okay, For like, but you What watch,
4: but you watch? For what you watch? An hour? At least an elf, the dad fucking sends Will Ferrell, buddy, to mm-hmm. Earth to warn him about eating the gum. Yeah, that's right.
3: that's right, Hank. You combine the Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler cinematic universes. Damn right.
0: We had to do it at some we point.
2: Had but to. yeah, but yeah, uh, Mr. Beefy is the worst karate kid what, teacher I've ever seen. What do you think, do you think
0: they're the movie? devils? Because he's like, we and your father, we go way back, you know, all that stuff. It's like, what are they, what we is know, what their do relationship back to? I, I don't know. It was just
1: a hellhound. That was my first assumption. That was my first hound? assumption. Yeah.
2: That'd be a good a good a good reasoning. I mean, like, in this world, fuck, there was a there was a point where angels partied with devils. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. sky's the limit here, you know. They don't have
3: any there's no real they, I they mean, give themselves wolf, wolf. <laughs> the Yeah, they give themselves woof, like woof. the freedom to create anything they want because it's there's no real like holding anything to the fire here and that's why it's all over the place exactly that's why the plot makes no sense but i was gonna say can we if we for all the things we did shit on which is rightfully so about the like datedness and some of the lack of progressiveness in this movie like that chase scene was the most inclusive scene that may have ever been shot when they're chasing little nikki and cornering him and there's like little girls the elderly people living with uh, disabilities <laughs> oh there's
2: oh you mean you mean, you mean after <laughs> you mean after the news report that literally said this person is armed and a serial murderer Go and form then, a mob and, and chase this person who's allegedly they,
0: armed. They superimposed your face on Scarface. Yeah, that was the
3: stupidest they super fucking. superimposed
2: your face on
0: Scarface. And then, and then Todd. The and then Todd films. says he's like, "It was probably put De Palma's third best film."
3: I knew you were gonna love that. I knew I was like, I, I that laughed that. so hard.
0: He's like, that. he just like gets into it. I have that as catchy. Quotes, the joke for the, it's a go. joke
3: for the critics. For
2: I actually sure. did write down Nate joke. <laughs> yep,
3: it's a are you joke kidding for
2: the critics. me? no i, was, I knew joking. it <laughs> uh,
0: that 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 was very very no funny. but
2: yeah so way to go for way to go for this random citizens of new york to go chasing an alleged serial murderer <laughs> just because they saw him on tv except well, and at this I mean, point the city's again, been corrupt very it's diverse insane. oh also also can we talk about how that scene started with adam sandler sniffing flowers and then going ching chong ching chong to a bunch of chinese people
4: oh fuck yeah because yeah, uh, oh, yeah, that
2: was not that was not actual chinese <sighs>
3: Yeah. Wait, wait. Are we gonna have? Wait, are we gonna hey, have tit the head. tit head discussion? Are we gonna
2: have? The we can have
0: heads? the tit head. Discuss. Kevin Nealon really commits to being the gatekeeper. Love the running joke with him and Gary. Every time little Nikki dies and he comes back to hell, He's like, "That is a good what,
2: joke. That you, is one you of the few Gary." Nice. <laughs> hey, hey. I like your pressure. here Oh, thank you. Could you guys maybe not tell anyone about this? Yeah, you got it. Do you mind maybe not telling
4: anybody about this?
2: You got it. <laughs> yeah, no, so that. Yeah, that was probably only one of the good running gags in the movie. I that like the, and the, Quentin Tarantino, the, the, the
0: Deacon. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say the Deacon's pretty good. We're um, all gonna die.
2: Is tit head is tit offensive though? Is it like that's? What... It? I don't think it is. It, he had I a nice I,
0: rack on his head. I don't know. Hank,
2: agree. Hank, your 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 thoughts. You you. What do you I'm, think? I
4: think I should be like the canon person of like the. Like, <laughs> that's why. Offensive. That's why
2: I'm asking you, Hank. You've got so, your I finger on the yeah, pulse. Hank Here. is woke.
4: I have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, no, I. I don't think he's offensive. I have some things of what I think is offensive and not offensive. If you want to go through it,
0: yeah, please, sure, yeah, please. Please. We're, we're, please. Why do we trans? At- now that we've all, now. now
2: that we're all in agreement that Tidhead head was a funny joke and it's not offensive,
0: <laughs> I
4: also, <laughs> I also say that we're that all we seven should. and we all think boobs on heads are funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, offensive, offensive. Uh, I like opens with a peeping tom. Great,
0: mm-hmm. great. <laughs> Horny
4: Ray bird. Great. <laughs> uh, Wait,
0: are these like these are good? These are not offensive, or they are offensive?
4: Those were offensive, but but like like it's it came out in two thousand. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, uh, so I guess
0: that's the question, Hank. is that make it okay because of the time? Like today, it'd be like okay, well. Uh,
1: eh. I mean, we're not boycotting Doctor Seuss. Or Hank, yeah, like, or I said, Dahl, like who was a Nazi was a, sympathizer? Like
0: yeah, Nazi sympathizer. Super oh, I will say,
1: yeah. I, I
4: I hit a I hit a spot with uh,
1: as well. Yeah,
4: when with the the, the church scene when um <laughs> oh, the priest God. like makes fun of drug use, I yep. was like. For me, like that's a soft spot, and I was like, mm, like "Yeah, that sucked." Uh, a little that bit was triggering. And then, um, what else was it? Uh, that was one of the scenes. And then, like, yeah, basically, just all the casual homophobia and like sexism. Mm. And I was just like, I, I think yeah. they do.
2: I think they do. I mean, not that I'm like always in in favor of the people that are like part of the you know giant hive mind that is the Christian religion, but <laughs> the fact that the the pope looking guy, the and geek. I don't know why they made him yeah. look like the pope. They just made you know he could have just Louis, made him a priest. That was Louis
0: Arquette, yeah,
2: right. Yeah. But but he says one thing that you don't have to be good anymore sin everywhere and, everyone and literally
0: everyone in the church is yeah, like yeah i had that let's yeah. do
2: it well, that's that's sin sin. Yeah, it's just and like i'm following let's roll
0: into burning questions then what are some que- i know we've kind of talked about maybe there's some we haven't touched okay. on so go ahead Henry. I you do have a question
4: a, yeah uh i don't know if it's more of a question but I, it's definitely i want to like it's like i want to like facilitate uh, that i want to have this discussion uh Please. Tom, mr jr as the brother when he is black and everyone else is white. Oh, Cassius.
1: Well, I'm. I know they mentioned they. They make the joke that like little Nikki is the son of goats, right? But they. Yes. they yeah. probably mentioned something about fire dragons too. They're, they're stepbrothers. The Cassius isn't
0: his real brother. I think that was the joke.
4: I I missed that. I totally missed that part. Oh. But I was like, I was like joking because I was like in the exposition right, vomit like, that Patrick mentioned that is it?
0: mentioned. Well, I can understand
2: why you missed that because it's like five minutes of them just talking.
0: I only got it because I had subtitles on.
2: Why does Satan always have an entrapping flask on him? He pulls that shit from his ass. Like literally just like reaches behind him and goes, here, son, take this.
0: It's an emergency. It's a scapegoat. You always need uh, that, right?
4: But why would you always have that on you? Well, especially because if Satan has the powers to fucking, to, to build tits on somebody's head. Right, no, yep. he can literally just manifest anything. He doesn't need that flask on hand. He doesn't need
0: it. Um, but I have a burning question I'm gonna ask all of you. How does... The peeping Tom, aka John Lovitz, who probably is just a pervert in real life, gets a picnic basket on the tree with a glass. Like, I was like so engulfed. Like, he sets it up. It's like there's a picnic basket and there's like a glass of wine and it's perfectly on the tree stump. And he's just like, he is the
2: the only, he's the only other part of the movie that's campy. Both. Sandler and him. Only it's parts the of the 90s. You campy.
3: trusted everything. You you were you know you just let you trusted <laughs> the branch 90s. underneath you. you. You trusted a guy. He must be fixing the tree. I don't know what's that guy doing out there. Like well, that. and how long Damn. did he
0: stalk Miss du- miss I have the name Miss dunlevy okay. to know apparently she would stand for a in long a time
2: If he, apparently for a long time, if he knew that the tree was stable enough and he knew <laughs> when she came home from work cuz he said it's showtime yeah, and they didn't and they too. didn't
0: show like the, they didn't walk in and see this random guy up in their tree also who it, undress it's just complete objectification and i think we understand this but who just like stands and undresses in front of their window like that in front of like i like, like to like, adre-
3: i like to undress like that it was that, a pre right 911 world
0: Nate. does <laughs> this film represent 2020 I, I'm watching a lot um, of things oh, recently, gonna... and I don't know if you guys – I've been watching things. And today I watched World War Z, and it was about the zombie apocalypse, and they were talking Ugh, about Spanish. So there. There's this stuff that now, now what we're living through, it seems more timely and relevant than ever, and I was watching like literal hell on earth, and I was like, oh, is this is this just it? Is this little Nicky predicting I mean,
1: If it was supposed to be an accurate representation of 2020, I feel like there was far too little presupply. Pres- police brutality in this movie
0: (laughs) to be fair little nicky does get beaten up by a police officer he does
2: get beaten up by the police though i guess that, that is true that is he, he, he black,
0: literally walks he
2: literally walks up towards the police and says get in the flash, patricia and without any prompting the police beat him patricia <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about
3: patricia arquette's character <laughs> almost like uh you know gaslights that black man with a police officer she's like yeah.
0: i'll go
1: tell that black that i'll go tell oh, that that's, that's right. true
0: that's, that's true. true i didn't even think holy shit
1: She's a karen to be Karen. fair, though, I mean, of
0: course, the black man stole the flask. Of course. of course, of course,
2: the black man walked up and stole something from the white. That was, but That's John Witherspoon was is very is, a, is yeah. a very funny
0: comedian. Rest in peace. And he really he's on screen for maybe three minutes, and he's like the clicking tongues thing. I was laughing. Like, mm-hmm. like, what was he doing? Yeah.
2: How? No, I, I have it. to say though, now that now that we're talking about it, this movie is very very relevant to 2020. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the world – like, I wouldn't
3: – if you told me that the gates to hell have opened up in Central Park and everything's <laughs> Specifically, falling in and would say I'd say, yep, yep, sure.
0: Yep, I sure. would fully believe it. And you're all going like, to go yeah. there in about 15 yep. minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is Todd's scene partner? Because if you remember, there's that clip where he's like – Tuesdays and Thursdays, I meet with my scene partner. Is it is it himself? Is that what I'm missing? Oh,
1: maybe it's his romantic interest, and it's not really a scene partner that comes over on Tuesdays or Thursdays because he's very insistent. It's like the living room is
2: off limits.
1: I know well, he comes it. in
0: and he's like, "I know it's your time, but can I finish watching the?" Well, that's just all that is. the Thing though,
2: that's the thing yeah. though. If you are in New York and you're that poor, <laughs> or, I mean, there's a you know, it's a stereotype. What time is time of people, job? You know, if you're not rich, you're poor. That live kid. in New York, you know. If your TV blows up for no reason, you're going to be way more pissed than he was when he walks out and goes, my TV blew up. Maybe Todd has like a secret booty call
0: that shows up and like it's a sugar daddy floating money.
2: In the end, it says tits
1: face and Gary have babies. (laughs) which one of you do do you think his name is his name is
0: gatekeeper (laughs) how dare you he's the gatekeeper Sorry,
1: gatekeeper tit head (laughs) gatekeeper (laughs) which one of them bore the children that was my question who impregnated who
0: i don't know he's definitely nursing them is he like laying down that's a burning question is he like laying down and like the babies are nursing off his head to
4: assume we want to assume that tit head bore the the children (laughs) <laughs> but but I'm gonna break that and say that it was definitely
0: it was Gary. You think it was Gary? Well, wait, yeah, he conceived. Yeah. I
4: also had another question. Yes, Treyway, please.
1: Yeah, I was curious. Like Nikki's children are like half human. Okay, you know his love interest <laughs> is definitely human. How long do his kids get to live before they die? That was my real question. Is oh. this the end of this movie a tragedy? Are they like, un? Are they? Like, und- they're, they're half mortal, right? Half. Quarter demon, like quarter Nikki, angel, like Nikki, immortal. like
0: at the end when he has like a baby.
3: Yeah, his kids. He's like, immortal. Yeah, he's the son of Satan, so he's immortal. So his, he he's is. immortal, but
2: human beings are not? I think yeah. we have. Well, then how is that kid gonna some,
0: grow up? I'm so confused. How they never immortal be. I think but yeah, we might have
2: up. some sort of like a like a demigod complex here, where See like Jackson eventually. Vibes. Yeah, like, yeah, eventually the kid is gonna have to grow up and kill his dad in order to retain his mortality, like immortality, something like that. And Nikki um, will just yeah, lie down. Also, from him to do that.
4: like, would, would little Nikki, like, because I, I also think of this, like, does little Nikki get the choice to live his days out on earth and die with his wife, or is he immortal forever and then watch everyone he loves die?
1: But he goes somewhere when he dies, right? This
0: just got so deep. In philosophy, yeah, there are so many
2: really
4: so like, I think like other call burning questions, Nate. Hank, Hank, I think you're onto yeah, something. Yeah, I love it. I
2: think it. you're on to something, Hank. But I think I think uh, something we could take an example of is Mr. Beefy, who's been on Earth for <laughs> an indeterminate amount of time as a dog. <laughs> <laughs> the seriousness to which is he this choosing this? Though
4: does he actively choose immortality?
2: Uh, Do I, I don't but know. But Do either way, anything? either way, if he's a being who goes way back with his dad, he's got to be way older than the regular dog can live, you know? But Hank, do you believe in the ability of free choice and free will?
3: Do they actually have <laughs> free will? Is there actually a freedom of choice here? Also, or is can demons
2: just choose whether or not to live regular lives or immortal lives? I'll we have, have, have many questions, Nate. What is, yeah,
0: special. what is it like? I have a question. What is it like inside the flask? Remember when they like get sucked in and there's like that whole brawl? It's like, is there like, is there like walls and like are they like living you in there? the like, flask? I, like? I, I hope,
1: hope it's like a party inside a Pokeball. No. No, no, I think wait, it's
4: like another a, question though. How come? How come? Uh, when the other brothers were sucked in the flask, and they couldn't come out. That's little Nicky that, goes in. And I've they been cry.
2: waiting. I've been oh, waiting for the plot holes to yeah. talk about this, but this is my least favorite part of the movie. Is that's a is great fucking flask? It is my yeah, least favorite like... part of the movie. Like, hold fucking, on, why? Hold on, go why back. would you?
3: Wait, go back. Go I want. I want. I need Patrick and Hank to explain this to me. What? Wait, what's what? The, explain this. This problem. I'm so confused about the flask. Yeah. So, their so, way out of the flask so,
2: the and, like, devil. So, seconds. so, so, dad, daddy, devil says put both of these brothers in this flask, they won't be able to escape, and then you can take them back at the same time in hell, which also is kind of dumb that the fact that you need to bring both brothers at the same time back into hell because they left at the same time. doesn't really have any logical sense except for the fact that it's part of the plot. Anyway, so Cassius, you know, he's the first one that gets in the flask pretty early in the movie, but... But he doesn't, he's not able to escape at any any time during the whole movie. But during the climax of the movie, all of a sudden, both Adrian and Little Nikki are also in the flask. And then they both get to just crawl out of it.
3: Interesting. Good point. Why? I didn't think about this.
0: Yeah.
2: Why? I was PO'd. If, I... if if that's if that's the case, then the flask was, was no useless. viable useless. way to bring. Yeah, there was no viable way to bring them back to so, hell. Maybe, oh, maybe.
0: I did, wait, either. I might have an. I might wait. I might have the Hold answer. On, the answer is is that I think because the cap was on. The cap was off and they both came out when the cap was off. No,
2: no. But at the end, I, I, I specifically watched the last scene (laughs) for this purpose. You see the flask as they're all in it, jumping around. And then as they're done, you see the cap pop off. It doesn't pop off by accident. It pops off, Ooh. and then you see Cat, uh, Adrian, who's disguised as a little Nikki. Spoilers, coming out of the flask. <laughs> Thank you for that. As spoiler. if he's pushing himself out. It's not because the the the, the flask is open. I would have been okay with it. like the writers okay back
4: themselves into a corner. If, if Adrian, so I would have been okay if it was little actual little Nikki who came out, because since he was born also from an angel.
2: Uh-huh. Right, it could have been something that like it only traps
0: demons, yeah. and then, then not- also to, to go back on that, maybe that's only- it. Maybe he disguised himself as a no, no, no. no like- but
2: that's the Wait, thing. No, Adrian comes Adrian. out of it first. It Wait, was Adrian, Hank- and hey. little
4: Nikki. But the thing is, I also, also want to say what scarred What I remember seeing this movie as a little child, and then rewatching <laughs> the only thing when Oliver was like, "Yeah, do you remember anything from this movie?" And I go, "Yeah, I remember a scene where Adam Sandler sticks his tongue out, and it's really long." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we've kind of we've kind of roped into plot holes with this whole thing so we'll just keep we'll okay. just keep rolling with that yeah um,
2: i have another big plot i have two big plot holes um, go, go ahead but i'm gonna i want to i want to what i want other people to talk first I'm well gonna i was
0: gonna ask the, the plot hole um i don't would the fall from that tree kill the peeping tom in the beginning like it was such like i maybe uh,
2: oh absolutely you fall on your
0: neck you're dead but the way it fell and it didn't look like it was that high up i don't know i was Wait,
3: confused. hank what were you gonna say
4: Ah, like, i feel like i've fallen from shit before <laughs> yeah but have you fallen straight on
2: your head not that
4: height
2: exactly yeah if you you know it's belie- it's plausible it is scientifically proven okay, right, you can die a problem, at then. a fall of like five feet, yeah. feet if you hit six feet you you can die at a at a height of six feet if you fall on the right part. and then I mean, you can, can die- go to hell People and then can you can die go to in hell like and a car get by a, a bird. five miles per can, hour. You can I have die, one yeah. more burning
1: question, though. Did all sure. the people who were supposed to go to hell automatically get sent to heaven since hell was close during the time? No, oh. they're they're they're
2: in limbo. They're, they're in limbo.
3: limbo. They're oh. in they're in the flask. No, I'm kidding. I'm. Mean, oh, that's true because the, the gates of hell are in
4: the flask.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, they don't really seen, explain. It's a
4: love story. Like obviously, you wouldn't know that limbo existed. So,
2: in which my next plot plot hole is the brothers' disguises and television ex machina. can we talk about how how many times the camera of a news station or a tv report has just so coincidentally panned down to the person the speaker's feet to show that they're either standing on a piping hot pizza or wrapped in foil that was
0: my question too nobody questions police chief standing on bed of hot coals during press conference like, what the fuck?
2: He's, he's literally standing on a, like, a camping, a camping, like, stove.
0: Well, and also, like, the what? whole mayor lowering the drinking age from 21 to 10. Like, yeah. that was just, like, a flyby and you missed. That would, like, today in the age of social media, that would be, like, all over Twitter, you know? <laughs> the mayor would be canceled, probably.
3: But again, again, pre-9-11, so no Twitter.
0: <laughs> this actually takes place in New York City, so... Matthew, the shut the
3: fuck Patrick, up. I am not the only one. I'm staying on theme all right <laughs> all right i guess i'm the one out of theme
0: hank you, you aaron make Matthew, a post uh, night potholes is there uh, something you want to toss in
1: i don't know apparently all you need to call demons is some chicken so that was a pretty big <laughs> pothole to me
3: <laughs> oh the oh the bunny thing too the bunny uh the Gross. bunny yeah when they like when he bites into the bunny and he says like oh no 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 not like, you no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. he's like <laughs> just let the meat slide down your throat <laughs> Yeah. That's one of the only good fucking bits. Like that's actually yeah. that's, <laughs> no, that was it. A, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. That's one. a class classic comedy.
4: <laughs> I also think I'm gonna spend all day tomorrow asking everyone I know to do a little Nikki impersonation because I don't know if all of us are just really good at it. Or <laughs> yeah, I don't
3: know. I, you know what? You know what it is? I just figured it out, Hank. That's a brilliant observation. I think it's an Owen Wilson impression with your jaw to the side. Oh
4: yeah. wow.
2: Oh, oh wow. shit, it is. It yeah. absolutely is. Listen, I'm going down because wow. I'm, I'm in Drillbit Taylor now, and I'm also Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I, had,
1: I had one more plot hole, too. I, I was curious why Lucifer, the grandfather, actually did not help. Because it was only implied that the dad Satan lost his power. I hate Rodney. Uh, it's because I, I think, think
2: he... it's I think it's kind of like it's kind of like when you give like when you're a CEO and you find the retire and you give all the yeah, you the give the CEO to, to to your son or whoever's in succeeding. You don't have that power anymore, but you're still gonna live off the benefits of being the. Ex CEO of the company. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like like the president. President
0: still gets Secret Service and all these other perks. It's like the Lucifer gets to still live in hell and like... like
2: he's he doesn't have any say in the business or have any power and sway in any decision making. But he's still part of the business. He's far so, more invested in being Hell's fucking stand-
3: only stand-up comedian, apparently. Which that too be real. There should be a bunch of comedians <laughs> what about in Hell? A what
2: lot about of Beefy
0: at the strip club? Nobody at the strip club is like, oh, oh this is not this is not weird. There's a fucking dog. I here. think
2: we're just gonna have to take this. We're, we have to take this with the fucking Family Guy mentality of Brian dating literal humans and having sex with literal humans as a dog. Okay, as a talking dog. It's the same exact thing. Do like, we
4: also need to be the person who's been? like yeah i've seen a lot of shit why he just this is new york city
0: and i was just like todd was just like so quickly just letting Nikki move in like there was no pre-screen like there was no like confirmation he makes money
2: (laughs) i actually think this is one time in the movie i'm gonna give it a pass that i think that it's it's acceptable and believable that somebody shows up to your door and is like hi i want to be your new roommate and you go cool i'm not paying this rent by myself come on in in New, New York, York City, yeah. In you, New York City,
0: which you know, is you're 12, not going to pay the 1200 12. by yourself. Anybody got any more plot holes before we move on to best scene? Honestly, Nobody.
2: honestly, I was watching this with my girlfriend, and she's never seen Little Nicky. I wonder before. what
0: her person what was her first time viewing experience? What was she taking so, away from it?
2: <laughs> she didn't watch most. She was listening to most of it. She was on her phone most of the time, um, which is understandable. But. Um, <laughs> The moment Ozzy came on screen, she said, no way.
0: <laughs> Ozzy?
2: Holy shit. Oh. No, 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 no!
0: You can do it, Ozzy! Fight this freaking head off! No! Spit yeah. him in the flash! Like,
3: yeah, okay. Ozzy, That's Ozzy, they, in this they, movie. When they jump the
0: shark, yeah, they yeah. literally... so many cameos so many
2: yeah so many cameos best part of the movie obviously yes is seeing ozzy and then him going here kill him with this and gives her gives valerie a giant fucking i also
0: like how reese Iffens like he comes up and he's just like holy shit like that was just so funny (laughs) because that's literally the reaction everybody in the probably movie theater had like holy shit that's ozzy yeah it's true um so obviously that's a good scene we can nominate that for best scene um i like the yeah, intro so me, of, and
2: hank, me and hank are on ozzy osbourne
0: uh well i'm gonna read some scenes here and we can we can debate i i think mm-hmm. the intro of nicky's very funny when he's in his room and he's like just bouncing around with the guitar like that's very funny i do have a
2: note that little Nikki has a kick-ass room
0: he does yeah. have a good room. Production he has a
2: pretty kick-ass work. room. Yeah.
0: Um, the face shovel story is very, very funny because you, we're all thinking, why is this doofus talking like that? And they have a pretty good explanation for it. I was like, you just buy it. It's like, yeah, Hey, yeah. shovel face. Um, yeah. uh, the next one I, I have... It is
2: nice that they keep tying in shovel face through the... Yeah, room. they, when they you commit say, to you,
0: it. You, they don't forget about if it. If you yes. commit
2: to it.
3: It's so mean, again, but if you say shovel face, I'm going to laugh. Like I have... Um, that's it.
0: Intro of Beefy, I like the first Beefy scene where you're like, oh, wow, there's a dog here and he's talking. When he, like, he gets hit by the train and then he's there. Um, I
2: do have to say, yeah, I do like the first scene when little Nicky gets onto Earth because that is literally the first thing that very would Wolf happen. Elf, yeah. It is. It is very Elf, but that's the first thing that would happen. You would just stare at the thing that's coming towards you if you don't know. If you don't know anything about Earth, which yeah. I think... I think it's kind of weird that there's so much disconnect between his information and information on Earth, you know. But besides that, if you didn't know, you would stand in front of the train and, and die literally instantly. Like I, I, um, I think that's 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 a really good scene.
0: I really like the globe trotter sequence. I love all that stuff with the ref. Get that shit out of here. you love crazy nights. All that's and I love the side characters. Uh, who is that actress? I have it written down here. Oh, Ellen, um, Cloghorn, the uh, the family is like I don't know who he is, but he sure is butt ugly. Like all that stuff was good. It's the side all stuff. part
2: of the show, baby.
0: All oh, that God. stuff was good. That all was that stuff little... was good. Um, it
2: was a little stereotypical.
0: Actually, no. You know, you know what? I take Only it back. I take it back. This is the best scene for me. It's the scene where Nikki gets high. <laughs> where he gets high the first time he gets so high. So I actually. I actually had a problem with the
2: scene about Nicky getting high. Really?
0: It was so funny. There was a lot of good stuff there. He's like spinning his it, head.
2: Yes and no. But the only thing was, is it had the, it had, uh, this is how, I mean, it's it's another part of the age movie where you get high and then you laugh a lot. Ha 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 ha. Oh, look. look but he was really I laughing. Am.
0: Like, Whoa. I believe that. He was like really laughing. The, you know, the deep. Shot. That's true.
2: <laughs> no, that's true. Also he he did eat a load of fuck load of Popeye's chicken which he did. I wouldn't That's do what if I'm saying I, there was like a bunch shisme. of drumsticks
0: yeah. Yeah. I love the scene where Nikki goes to heaven that all that stuff is good where he meets his That's m-
3: my favorite. I'm I'm glad you got there because Reese is the savior of this film He's for me. good.
0: All that stuff it's Golden all Golden Globe in
3: the hips. an Oscar award winning uh actor. <laughs>
0: Did I miss any, anybody else having nominees for best scene? I think I like Ozzy. We can, we can agree that Ozzy Osbourne's cameo is the best scene. Of yeah, course. Although I, that I scene, that scene Ozzie, with Re- Regis, I'm De Niro. And then <gasps> yes. there was just like, what is the
4: matter with you, so Regis? About
0: some quotes, people. <laughs> Hank, Hank, you got a good quote. You got a catchy quote you liked? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah I do. I please, please enlighten us. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say anywhere my dad's in hell and he's falling apart. <laughs> I had that
2: Oh my God, too. I'm so sorry.
3: Yeah, she takes it so real. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I uh, do have
2: to say, those are probably one of the funnier jokes where like he's, my little it's Nick is literally true. talking about his devil, like yeah. the demon dad. And everyone's just like, oh my gosh, that's so awful. It's New York City. They're <laughs> uh, progressive. Yeah, that's good. Believe in the butterflies. Oh, my the my, my the favorite. Butterflies. I'm going to say
3: that to anybody oh, I... I just, uh,
2: no, whoever I'm
1: matched <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, Treadway, what do you mean, got for quotes? Oh.
1: Yeah, Treadway, what do you got? So one of my favorite ones was Rodney De- Dangerfield and Satan. And he goes, Satan goes, everything's fine. He goes, everything's fine. The last time you said that everything was fine, the Renaissance happened. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> that is a good one i forgot about that one i didn't know how catch, I, I didn't Aaron. write
0: that one down good catch and i remember it now that you say it but i didn't write it down because i was laughing it was such there. a quick scene
2: yeah um patrick i mean i started it with i started this this podcast with it are there bo- are there boobs on my head <laughs> And then also Popeyes is the shiznit. Yeah.
0: No, he says Popeyes chicken is fucking awesome. The one F bomb. Popeyes they got the... chicken is. The sh-
2: no, no, no. no. The I'm talking too. about demon, the,
0: the demon guess. guy at oh. the end he's, like does <laughs> the rainbow
2: power and he's like, go
0: yeah.
4: down your throat hole. Yeah. he goes, <laughs> Popeyes chicken is the shiznit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's true. But we also got to yeah. give it to that early one because the F bomb—they get one F word and they use it on Popeye's chicken. That's, that's true. Fucking awesome. Fuck. Getting the flask—is that the probably the best? Get the flask. It is. It is the scene.
2: It is the. the, the it is the quote. But let's rock and roll there. Get <sighs> <sighs> the flask.
3: That's
0: it. Get the flash.
2: Get the flash. May I help you? Get, the flash. Get in the flash. What are you talking about, man? I'm talking about an eight piece, let's go. But I think if point, we're giving
0: context, the best one is when he's like, get in the flask, and then he's at Popeyes. He's like, all right, yeah. I'm talking about a nine piece, let's go. <laughs>
3: i an eight piece, let's Patrick, go. Patrick, to your point, though, he of all the montages we don't get, we do get a get in the flask montage. Seriously, mon-
2: <laughs> we get a get in the flask montage where it's literally him just talking to random people, getting police brutality, <laughs> and then getting, pick a, picking up an eight piece of Popeyes. But we don't get a demon power, demon power like honing, like training scene or like a fighting scene. You know,
0: we're we're two montages short. Mask montage. That first scene, that first scene when uh, the peeping tom arrives in hell. Oh, were you that guy that was like checking out that hot mom in the window who said he was a big bird? It's like, yeah, now you're gonna see what a horny bird actually looks like. Camera pans in in hell. Yeah.
2: (laughs) In hell. I deserve this. I deserve this.
1: I deserve
4: this. Hank, you got another quote? Yeah, it was during the uh basketball and it was now that was some David Copperfield shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um uh, I like
2: that, that scene, that scene, the whole scene is just so on the line of tolerance. Uh, yeah
0: yeah, maybe that's yeah that sequence is really good the globetrotters yeah and then my head is on fire the announcer like he's just committing yeah
2: and my head is on fire it's like it's like it's
4: like as soon as like mr beefy's talking you're like okay suspend disbelief like you know whatever then as soon as that whole scene happens you're like nothing matters anymore
2: exactly no there's no all the all the strings are pulled There's there's no no going back. There's
0: no going back. Can we? This is also a plot hole, but also a quote. And this is uh, Fitzy, the the guy in the church, when he goes, After we tried for many
3: years, the Lord finally helped my wife conceive a baby.
1: No, no, no. Your best friend, Fitzy, helped your wife conceive a baby. He helped her conceive it all night long.
0: Hey, hey, hey. When the deacon, Repetitive when he's like, the hey, hey,
1: hey. Yeah, he's not root. even
0: speaking. He's not even speaking when he says it. It's dubbed in. Did anybody notice this? Yeah.
3: Fitzy, the guy Fitzy, the guy who impregnated the man's uh, the, yeah. the, the He's the like, couples. oh no,
0: you can see the child because she had with fits all yeah, night long. And then he the goes, child. hey, hey, hey. And it's like, he doesn't even speak. He doesn't even say it. It's dubbed in. It's so bad. Is that my, are they mind fucking in that thing? I don't know. Are they? I don't know what they're saying. Yoip. How about when the kid's getting interviewed at the Globe Trotters Games? Like, son, why'd you come here? I came for the beer and the bitches. Uh, that
1: yeah, that's paying. a good. That's that a good was Hank, one hundred percent. How about in the church? The time. where
0: the deacon, uh, not the deacon, but the priest? Is Jesus this? Moses that? Abraham hit me with the whipple ball. <laughs> Oh, oh, I loved
2: that. I loved that is so stupid. <laughs> and then he goes, "No, so I dumb. think that's I think that's the only real I really think that's the only real like social commentary that this movie has is during the, the church
0: scene? scene." Okay. Oh yeah. It's just
2: the church, just the church the the the
3: They're like religious people bad, bad. will. The yeah. church
2: scene is the only social commentary in this movie that actually that they that they've like intentionally put in the movie.
0: Um yeah. which
2: I I think it's good
0: gary so hairy when like the the fucking when he's like nikki stumbles upon them for the first time and they're like oh that's good um i had we already said this but tuesdays thursdays are off limits i rehearsed with my scene partner um my dad is in hell and falling apart hank already mentioned that's a good one um even in hell i get no respect ronnie dangerfield very very funny
2: i get no respect
0: even in hell i get no and then a whole bit where they're He's like, you're hairier than my wife or something. That whole scene where they're playing. You look like ice fishing in hell. They're, I don't know what they were doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this scene. Remember, you know, you talk about the news ex machina, Patrick. And there's always. Yeah,
2: television ex machina.
0: Yeah, yeah, television ex yep. machina. And the news reporter comes on and she says, and this just in, I'm cheating on my husband with the weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it cuts out and he goes, I love your legs or something what was like remember it like cuts away he's like i love your legs like what
2: yeah yeah it's just a random it's just like the guy that goes hey 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 just a random sound bit that they've put in just to like pad the the transitions or
0: whatever in the scene Yeah, I, i thought that was weird and then finally when they're about to Nikki needs to get back to hell todd steps forward and says i've always wanted to kill someone like just completely reinforces the theme that i honestly
2: that todd is fucked up i'm not gonna lie i kind of like todd like out of the best i mean he might
0: be the best character he might be
2: he might be the best performance for me to be honest
0: well speaking of that if anybody does anybody did i miss any quotes anybody have any quotes that i missed that they wanted to toss in what is the best? Are we saying the flask or are we saying, um, oh, hi, hi, hi? <laughs> it's Popeyes. I mean,
2: it's got to be. It's got to be. Just
0: yeah, Popeyes, gotta whenever be Popeyes, Popeyes chicken is mentioned, that's the best quote. Any like Specifically Popeyes the last chicken. One. I had to drink a lot for that one. one so. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Best performance. And here are my nominees, and then we can add to it. I have Harvey Keitel. I know Matthew wasn't about that, but I think his commitment as the devil was good. Reese Iffins as Adrian, way better than this movie needed to be. Um, we forgot this. The police chief, Michael McKean, who is on Better Call Saul? He's a very like established actor, and he shows up and you forget about it. But it's like Michael McKean actually is doing a lot here. Um, and then I also have Blake Clark, who is the like the handler who gives all the ex- with the demon horns. He gives all the exposition. Um, Jimmy the Jim- Jimmy 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 yeah. the demon. Um, <laughs> the maybe devil. maybe He's maybe, maybe a demon. I, really we throw in Alan Colvert now as uh, Todd. I didn't even have him, but the more I talk about it, the more it's working. What do you guys? Got? I think. Adam I Sandler. think so.
2: I think in ju- in the in the in the atmosphere in the in the style of the movie, I think he just gets it the most. I think I think out of him and Adam Sandler, of course, and Adrian, I think they understand the movie the most and kind of fit in it. The most I'm glad you brought that
3: up, Patrick, because I think that this movie, the real suffer, like the suffrage of the connective fibers of it, are that a lot of people are in different movies in this movie. Uh-huh. A lot of actors yeah, are. There's in. a
2: lot of different people in. There's different a lot movies of people. Some people movie.
3: are in a comedy. Some people are
2: in a drama some people are in uh tragic comedy there's many yeah, genres, there's too many people that are in two different like too many different kinds of comedy yeah because you know you have like this campy comedy that like nikki and uh adrian uh, that, like little little nikki's in and then you have this like uh i don't know it's like dramatic comedy <sighs> dramatic comedy that people. like adrian is in and then you have like uh like this realistic I don't know. It's I don't know where Todd is, but like I don't know. They're all in different comedies, but yeah. they're all in the same movie. Yeah, I feel like, and from- then you have Valerie, who I I don't know which movie she's in, but yeah. she's just kind of in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I really liked. I don't know. I feel like for prehistoric performance we got to at least
1: throw Pete and John up in there.
2: Yeah, Very of true. course we got to throw Pete and John.
1: I already in there put too. Pete
4: and John as my favorite. So yeah, yeah
1: I mean,
2: right, dude. Yeah, dude. Whatever, just, yeah, just their writing. energy.
1: They were like so hyped throughout the entire movie. It just like added such a great.
4: And they really, they really did shock me when like that first they thought like, so, like sold out and I was like.
3: That turn. Like,
4: I guess when they first sold out and then they were like, yeah, did you really think like this or that? And I, was, <laughs> I was like, fair enough. You know what? Like, that's a move, and like, they
0: like are you know, like support. we're not worthy. And what does he say? He's like, "Oh my gosh, Chicago's fucking awesome" or something. Oh
2: my gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Chicago kicks ass. No, Hank, yeah. I agree. I know exactly what you're
3: talking about. When they get to that the turn scene, and all of a sudden they go like, "What did you expect, man? We're Satan lovers." <laughs> right? Yeah, I
4: was, like, I was like, you know what? All right, getting. Get it, get it. But oh, yeah. and, like,
0: and they, the, they're like they're drinking, drinking and Adrian's in the frame and they're in the background of the frame. I'm like, ah, oh, peach nah John. or like a uh, peppermint or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, peppermint. Yeah,
1: peppermint. Yeah, yes. peppermint.
0: Um so it Joe, doesn't go with pizza. So we're gonna like combine, are we gonna say best performance is we're gonna give it to Joe and uh, Joe and uh, John? Yeah,
2: man. I you think mean, so. We get to keep the money, and, right? John and
0: Pete. John and Pete. Mm-hmm. John John yeah, and John Pete. and Pete. John and Pete. I man. I
2: think they I think they definitely I think they definitely—they are the Saving like the grace. pep in this movie that that it needs because because yeah. then, the, then you're just watching little you then you're just watching Adam Sandler the whole time. Adam Sandler do and own then and then, yeah. and then
0: Adrian goes sleep and he goes you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got yeah. It. yeah. Got it. yeah. Just like he just like that little sleep.
3: You got, you got it. it. You got it.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you do the impersonation of him. I would love to meet Joe Dante in real life. I'm sure he probably sounds like that. Um, okay, I want to
4: meet him from, from, from Grandma's Boy Strictly.
0: Yeah, he's great. He always shows up. He's a Adam Sandler staple.
3: There's so many yeah. in the cinematic universe. Um,
4: of so here's
0: my new award, guys. This is a new award that I'm introducing for this pod that will now be recurring. And it's the Deacon Award for Best Cameo Slash Scene Stealer which out of the entire movie, because this movie had 15 million cameos. And listen, the, the rule of cameos is if – and, and the, the rule of a good cameo is if you have to say what they are or who they are, it's not funny. Like when they say Henry Winkler and he walks on stage, like that's not as funny because they have to set it up. A good cameo is one that doesn't need the punchline. Like in Anchorman, when Vince Vaughn or Ben Stiller, all those guys show up, it's funny because we know who they are, but they don't tell us who they are. So, Well, I would argue that
3: the joke of Henry Winkler is that he's Henry Winkler, though. That's it's like what I'm the, the saying, too. That's Henry. why
0: I, kind of, I have it as a nominee. Um, I have Dana Carvey as the referee, which I thought was very funny. Uh, Clint Howard, a.k.a. Nipples. <laughs> um, John Witherspoon as the shady thief-stealer of the flask. Kara Weathers, a.k.a. Chubbs, and then Reese Witherspoon. And I think we know what Matthew is. Um,
2: what so do you for know? me, real quick, and I'm going to f- finish you eating my extra toasty Cheez-Its. Definitely, <laughs> I, I th- I'm definitely going ha- to have to go with Reese Witherspoon. Just the fact that I love This is before uh, Legally Gilmore. Blonde, too. This is
0: before she was
4: like – Right I think before
3: she, Legally
2: Blonde.
0: I
4: think she had fear and cruel intentions were big. Election. Those were big. Those election those happened, big. too. Are we are we voting based on if we know this knowledge or just nowadays what our pick is? I didn't even
0: nominate Quentin Tarantino because his name. I don't know, him. just whoever you think you like best. The criteria unclear. Yeah, the criteria. Who, yeah, the no the, criteria the, the, the person, the person that was not the main character or or a supporting character, but just like this person stole the show. Like was it just showed did. up and you're. Yeah,
3: yes, it it's Reese. It's so um, Reese. Yeah. I could have thrown like, Ozzy hey, on here too.
0: Ozzy Osborne probably could be in the running, but we already gave him the best scene. so. I know and then know. finally, um, the Douchebag Ellis Award for biggest douchebag. Um, my my pick is Fitzy, the guy who gets all those girls pregnant, the biggest douchebag. The hey, 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 hey. Adrian,
3: I
1: you, though.
0: I Adrian. said Adrian. What about Cassius? No, Ad- We've never Ad- talked too. about Cassius. Ad-
1: Adrian. So so he gets trapped thing. in the flask. He, he, he doesn't is have just time. time. That's, another big, yeah, but...
2: that's another big plot hole is they they give no no spot to Cassius in any way. He gets, yeah, yeah. can we talk um, about how
1: Adrian just leaves him in the flask too. Like he might have wanted to let him out. Who knows? So you know, and I, also, have, I have a, I have curious a hot why take. they
0: chose, why Cassius chose the referee. Like wh- why, what propelled them to choose the people that they chose? Why I'm did sorry. they
2: choose the Pope and the mayor? There's no point. They, well, the mayor just, makes sense because you know, they regulate. regulate just convenient they, plot devices for little Nikki to easily find where they are after doing a so two minute montage of getting a flash
3: convenient. Patrick
2: is exactly the word for every plot device in this. It's just, yeah, convenient. it's just <laughs> convenience. Um, so my Ellis award, and none none of you are going to agree with me on this, but hear me out. I forget his name. and I didn't write it down. All I have is bee covered guy. Henry, Henry Winkler. Winkler. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler deserves the Ellis Award <gasps> because if he deserve because if he gets covered in bees twice in the same movie, he's done something to deserve to be covered in Henry bees Winkler. Twice. I think no, it's just a, but
4: in the, no, but even Adams Little Nikki apologizes because he says sorry. I don't know, and then Henry Winkler like open, he like is sad. He's like, why? He's a
1: sweetheart. He's the
3: Fonz, Patrick. That's who Henry Winkler is. He is. I'm
2: just trying to be uh, against <laughs> the against the against grain here the grain here i
0: like it though i like the.
2: i'm not actually serious
4: does not deserve it
2: i just like phil if i walked up into him in real life i would like him he's
3: well yeah no he's been he's historically a sweetheart that was why i I heard adrian
2: honestly i think i think one of my ellis my ellis award goes to the the guy who stole the flask and just like blatantly face was just like no that's my flask (laughs) i didn't take that from (laughs) you
0: yeah um I heard so we got so we had Fitz we had Adrian and what about Aaron Hank you guys get any nominees for your douchebag? Oh, I said it
4: was Adrian
1: yeah, yeah, mine was Adrian, too. That's what I put yeah, down I mean, for my Alex Douchebag I mean, Adrian's probably cons-
2: the consensus because, you know, he's the antagonist like, and also a douchebag. I, I, yeah.
1: I fiddled in my mind with the guy at the beginning, you know, who ends up getting oh, the the for the whole movie. That's yeah, a good but name. then I was like, Adrian's I a bigger be asshole because he doesn't let his brother out of the flask, so.
3: Adrian, you know what? It's, it's like, like, I get sent to hell. It's a combination of Adrian's, like, obviously the antagonist, but then at the end, the last five minutes of him becoming Satan or, like, where you go... Oh man, he is literally the worst. He's truly like <laughs> even worse than you thought. He's worse than Satan. Exactly. All right,
0: all right. Um, Matthew, do you uh, Aaron, do you guys know what time it is? Do, yeah. you, know what t- do you know what time? I it know exactly it is? what time. Hank and Patrick don't know what pass. time it is. Do you know what time? Do they you know. know what time no. it is? don't know. know what time it is. It's time. Really tell me. It's time for our picks and pens. Oh shit. <laughs> all right it is time for our last segment of the show uh where we choose our overall pick and pan of the film and treadway we start with you give me your pick of the film
1: my overall pick for little nikki the thing that i really enjoyed most about it was the amount of running gags throughout the movie and also tell me if you
0: would recommend the film based on our conversation
1: okay okay so I would recommend the film to most people. I would preface it with it's a two thousand films and it's a little raunchy and a little misogynistic and offensive. <laughs> so I would recommend it. I would say there are some good jokes that you that you'd find in it, but overall it's like it's like something you want want to dedicate time to. You just want to kind of sit down and casually watch it if you know there's nothing else on Netflix. Um, but I just like the sheer amount of jokes and overall like running jokes and how they build on themselves, especially like with like a great example. Was like with Quentin Tarantino's character and the pastor, how he goes through this whole arc where it's like the, the first thing you hear about him is from Mr. Beefy, and he's like, You know, you might think there's a guy outside who's possessed, but he's actually just crazy. And then he goes through this whole arc where he realizes that little Nikki is the devil. He goes through this whole arc where he eventually gets, ends up like being killed and burning himself to death because like hell comes on earth. But it's like really funny, those like recurring bits throughout that just pop in throughout the movie. It's my overall.
0: Hank what you got for your uh pick
4: I don't know I think I just love that like uh when I first started the movie I looked up like all the drinking rules and then one of them also was like every time little Nicky returns to hell and like for me I think it's like (laughs) it's every single time he does return to hell and all of those parts that uh All of those encounters, I think I really enjoyed.
3: Hank's favorite part
2: is drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Patrick. I mean, he's not too far off.
0: Patrick, what's your Uh, pick? For
2: me, uh, and I quote, Popeye's chicken never looked so good.
0: (laughs) Nice. This is the best,
2: the best example of product placement in a movie or any media I have ever seen. (laughs) You've never seen a Coke or a Pepsi a, a Coke or a Popeye's chicken bucket looks so goddamn good. That's true. Very true.
0: Matthew, give me your pick.
2: Um, Oh,
3: man. It's hard because there are so many things. <laughs> there are so many things like Aaron says. Like you get one. I know, I get only one. It's This is the end-all, be-all, right? (laughs) No, um, I actually think, shockingly, the only thing that holds this movie together for me is Little Nicky, is Adam Sandler as Little Nicky. I think that without his commitment to the absurdity of his character, the movie actually doesn't work. And I mean, let's be honest, does it work?
2: (laughs) No.
0: My pick is the cameos. I, I like all the cameos um uh, some of them are funny some of them not so funny regardless um i'll start with my pan and this might bleed into some of your other pants but my overall the overall homophobia of the film is probably my pan um which is just obvious i probably could have picked something a little less just sh- like yeah but yeah, i don't know i hated the whole joke with the uh, todd and gay It's just like that hasn't aged well um just probably a lot of pans yeah. um yeah matthew what's your pan
3: um i actually have a pot um so what
0: pick one <laughs> pick one
3: I stole that from Aaron um no um so my pan no my pan is just Reese Witherspoon not being bigger in this movie <laughs> not being a bigger part of this movie see I, I misdirected you there no my pan is probably actually in line with you Nate actually it's I, I didn't like a lot of the things I was struggling to like the humor because it felt like we talked about bullyish humor across the board whether it be homophobia transphobia etc all the you know Disgusting phobias, but to me, it's just like there were only a few good, solid comedic moments that were done well.
0: Patrick,
2: and I quote, <laughs> acting around the table is the equivalent of a community reddition of rent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad, uh, Hank,
2: next. <laughs>
4: no i i agree literally i think i ended with uh what aged casual homophobia and sexism and the whole hitler stuff
0: yeah. <laughs> the whole, just all of it i mean yeah but the what's, hitler yeah. problem <laughs> treadway give us give us your pan
1: so what i wrote down for my pan was the overall stupidity of the story yeah it's yeah. so stupid
0: all right. Real dumb. <laughs> fair fair Real enough. Dumb. Um, does anybody have any last bit of thoughts that I want to throw in here before we wrap it up?
2: Uh, two out of ten would recommend. <laughs> I would recommend. You asked about recommending that. Yeah, I
3: would recommend so many of Adam Sandler's other movies. Like we said, Mr. Deeds. <laughs> like we said, I would say Click was one of the the money's like money. Click was shot. good it was. Yeah, like- I
1: will say this is not like the first Adam Sandler movie that I would recommend. No, but if, like somebody is, specifically asked me about. This it, is
2: one of the last ones. It's like oh yeah, I would, I oh, yeah, I would, I would recommend them watch
4: it's the cobbler Netflix.
2: before this. Leave the it, God.
4: leave it, it leave it as nostalgic. Yeah, just let it yep. exist in your mind.
2: Yep. yeah let this exist in your mind as a very it's like good, it's three it's three
4: o'clock in the movie.
0: morning and you're like floating through comedy central and it's on it's like oh, i'll watch 20 well, no, turn it off
2: it's okay no, turn no, it off and, high as- honestly yeah. honestly <laughs> just turn it. it off and turn it off and go wank
3: no that's hank all you- said it hank said it if it's three o'clock in the morning you missed one thing either you're drunk as fuck or you're high as hell yeah and that's exactly. the only reason you keep watching okay, exactly that's fair that's
0: exactly the point okay and then
2: you can go wank
0: Patrick Hank thanks so much for coming on Matthew Aaron always good to have you on the pod we appreciate you um, remind everybody if you like what you hear today uh, maybe you want to go back and listen to Little Nicky or watch Little Nicky it's on Netflix uh, um, please subscribe uh, comment email we've been getting a lot of good feedback on what we're doing so we appreciate everything you're doing um, until next time everybody um, stay safe wash your hands wear a mask stay six feet apart and as a reminder I'm your host Nate Adams editor in chief of the only critic. Dot com. We'll see you later, everybody.